Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. I'm your host, Rico Beard. Evan Jenkins on the other side of the mic. Inside of some new digs that we have, and uh, hopefully these things will get a lot better. Evan, opening week has finally come for college football. Michigan and Michigan State. Taking on some opponents, let's face it, they should probably win. Michigan, uh, there's really no point of breaking down the Colorado State game. It's everybody knows the quarterback thing. Harbaugh's going to play Kate the first game, JJ the second game. I don't think that he's really going to be able to gain anything. It's almost as if he's hoping that somebody screws up so bad it makes his job easier. Because you could put in the third string quarterback in game three. And you'll get the same results. Yeah, it was so funny. When that was announced that Cade was going to start game one and then JJ game two, the first thing I thought, I was like, so the third string's going to play the halftime? Like after halftime? No, it sounds like they're gonna, they're both going to play. Yeah, so and I don't think it's anything dif- different than what we saw last year, Rico, other than the guy that's going to start the game. It just sounds like it's kicking the can. Uh, look, I'm not going to get into this. To, to, to Michigan folks, and as Harbaugh said, to, to most reasonable folks, this makes sense. Apparently, I'm not reasonable. Because this doesn't make any sense to me. You pick a guy, you go with it. If one guy leaves, that's the nature of college football now. I think fans got to get past the stigma, my guy quit on the team. You know, your guy looked for a better opportunity. I mean, in the class that J.J. came out of, out of the top 10 quarterbacks in that class, three are already on different teams. Just to put things in perspective. So, it's not like this isn't an, an epidemic that's going on through college football. The transfer portal means, you know what? I made a mistake. I thought I could beat this guy out. I couldn't beat this guy out. So now I'm going to another location and go get a job and win the job there. That's that's really all it is. Yeah, it's wild. But, you know, the Michigan fan, and rightfully so, are going to say, I don't mind it. It worked last year. Let's do it again. And, as you shouldn't. You, you should tell me, shut the hell up. Right. Stop talking. You said we couldn't run the ball all last year. We ran the ball, and look, it got us all the way to Indianapolis. That's why our ball, he can do whatever he, can, he has to do because he struck gold last year, and nobody's going to say anything about him. So that's pretty much all I have to say about that. And as far as striking gold, Mel Tucker struck gold in the transfer portal. He got Kenneth Walker the third, or Ken Walker, as he wants to be known as now. <laughs> no. And he went and got a third-string running back from Wake Forest and turned that third-string running back into a guy who should have been in New York for the Heisman Trophy race. I had him on my ballot. 
I, I think he got robbed. He should have been there. Everything that he did, he 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 carried that team last year. Now Michigan State has some new challenges coming up. I think the biggest thing is, was last year a fluke or was last year the beginning of something special? Kind of feel that same way when, you know, after D'Antonio took the team to the Rose Bowl. Did they climb to the top of the mountain and was that it? And Tucker's going to have to prove to everybody that this is not a fluke. Vegas doesn't believe in them. Vegas has them as seven and a half uh, total wins. You're bringing back a uh, second-year quarterback in Peyton Thorne. You're bringing back uh, Jaden Reed, his his favorite wide receiver. I think that's going to be monumental to that offense. Now, have you heard their nicknames, by the way? Jaden Reed's bird. And yes. so Peyton Thorne is now the bird feeder. Okay. <laughs> I saw that you one know what? yesterday. Hey, hey, you know what? Win games and people would call you whatever you want to be called. Champ. Right. Anything. Right. You win games and what? whatever. A bird and Ernie, fine. Whatever. I mean, it's you always be just funny because those two, they're going to be connected at the hip. I'm sure tomorrow's broadcast or Friday's broadcast is going to be all about, did you know, Peyton Thorne and Jaden Reed grew up together? No, because there's going to be a story that trumps that. Did you know that Peyton Thorne's father oh. is the <laughs> offensive coordinator for Western Michigan? And Western's coming in. Redshirt freshman making his first start in Spartan Stadium. Uh, the wide receiver is going to be Sky Moore. He's gone. Mm-hmm. They're kind of starting over. The only one who really knows anything about this is Ladarius Jefferson, the running back. Oh, I totally forgot that he was there. Right. So he's the only one that's really ever experienced Spartan Stadium before. This should be a game that Michigan State wins. Interesting to see. Because I think the running back situation is going to be it's going to be a group. It's going to remind me, I think, and the Spartan fans, a lot of the days of uh, Caper and Baker and Bell, yeah. where they just had the three-back rotation and you went with the hot hand. And it was the year after they replaced Javon Ringer, which everybody was like, well, how do you replace Ringer? He ran 90% of the time and the world is coming to an end. It, it didn't. You, you ended up finding guys who got the job done. It really comes down to the offensive line. They had seven in the spring. They were injured. They're back. They're young. Um, it's one of those, if the offensive line can just be decent enough that they could keep uh, Thorne upright and open some holes for the guys. Because, like I said, Walker, you know, Walker made the offensive line look a lot better than it was. Yeah, because when it broke down, he just stopped in his tracks and went the other way. Right. So can the offensive line get the blocks? This is a game, as I stated, I think they're now up to a 23-and-a-half-point favorite. They should cover. You should get, I mean, barring any injuries, you should get guys out there. I am interested to see their method of attacking. Is it just going to be trying to establish a run game, or do they let Thorne? Because Thorne's biggest problem to me was not finding that secondary receiver. Now, he started to find Naylor. But then Naylor got injured. And then it was like, okay, well, I'm just going to force feed this thing in the read. It worked, but it was a lot of throws. Like that fourth down throw against Michigan was probably not a throw I would make. He made it. It worked. We don't talk about it. But you got to get Trey Mosley in Oh, there. you're talking about to the corner of the end yeah. zone. That one, not the, not the fake. So, yeah, you, you got to do a lot. You, you got to get a lot of other guys involved in this. You got to share the rock. Tight ends, I think, are going to be very, very important this year. Jay Johnson said that he wanted to use the tight end. You got Barker coming in. You got Malik Carr. You got Hunt still there, the converted punter. 
number ninety seven, like the oddest number ever for a tight end. So you got you got guys. It's just how how will you use this? That's the biggest thing. How do you use all of the weapons that you have? Honestly, if I'm Mel Tucker, if I'm Michigan State, if I'm Jay Johnson, I probably will play Reed for a series or two. He was coming off of an injury. I need to see, I need Thorne to look for somebody else other than Reed. I, I'm going to take away his safety blanket. Yeah. And I think this is a game that, yeah, if you can go up 14 nothing, then, yeah, you pull Reed out and, you know what, I'm going to set you here and hopefully we won't need you for the rest of the game. And now, Peyton, go find your other receivers. Throw to them because he locked in and teams saw that. And if you had good corners and brought a good rush, you saw it against Indiana. You saw it against uh, Nebraska where they just said, no, he's he's not going to beat us, guys. You, you've got to find a different way to beat us. And I'm really interested to see how Thorne's going to do with passing 10 to 15 yards. He was very, very successful last year with the deep ball. But if you don't have that speed on the outside, that makes it a lot tougher. So if you got to move the ball in college football – and replace what you had with Kenneth Walker going pro, you're going to need to complete some more passes that are right. anywhere from 8 to 15 yards or whatever it might be, but you got to be steady there. And you're right. It can't just be deep shots. It can't just be read. you got to use those tight ends. That Baker kid from Illinois is a huge target. Now, he's not as big as the dude from Georgia that no, stands not. like 7 foot, but, <laughs> I mean, at least he looks like that on TV when he's out there, but... I'm just really intrigued to see the offense. And, and you're right with the running backs because you got Berger, you got Brossard, you got Joyner still here, you got Elijah Collins still here. And also, kudos to Elijah Collins for not transferring out. He could be playing at a Central, Western, yeah. Eastern, something like that. I, I just think that yeah, he, he just loves the school. He loves the school, man. And, and every once in a while, you do get kids like that. You know what I mean? That just love what they're there for. And they realize, listen, I'm not going to the NFL if I can make the best of what I am here, at least I'll have one hell of a degree. I'll have coaches everywhere vouching for me when right. it comes to jobs. You right. know what I mean? Every like my wife works in recruiting, so they're always having new people and they love kids that played in college, a sport, because you see the dedication, you see that they don't quit. They, you see that they can also handle multiple things. And the beauty of it is in college football, like in any sport, you're an injury away. Yeah. And, hey, you know what? Guys went down, you're in. Well, and you saw last year when Kenneth Walker was hurt against, like, Ohio State, that offense was non-existent. You and I could have taken snaps and done just as much as what they did. And, see, that's what that's what I'm saying. They, they got to be able to spread the ball around, use the tight end more. I think it was just too – man, you had Walker, so you, you, you rode him until the wheels came off, and occasionally the wheels did, and they found unconventional ways. I mean, the trick play in Indiana – the 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 punt and the pick uh, should have been a pick six. I was rewatching that game. I don't know how Kimbro got caught. It's I, crazy, it, isn't it? Like it, even your defensive players are out running you. Like he's too busy instead of just getting the ball and going to the house. He's too busy trying to see who's going to tackle him. It's like I'm looking at guys who are much slower than you run past you. I know, son. Pick up the pace. Take it to the house. It actually cost me because I had the over in that game. <laughs> and then Walker on the very first play, when they got it back, takes it to the inch line like, oh. I know. It, it, it's wild. But I, I'm just so excited because it is fresh. It, and 
Mel Tucker, I mean, it seems like he's coming out of his shell a little bit when he's talking to the media. Like, did you see that thing where he's talking about the headsets and he doesn't want a Brett Musburger on the headset yeah. and give me the down and distance, don't blah, blah, blah. And, and you're seeing a little bit more personality out of him, which I think he does have a very good personality. He's very relatable. Obviously, we see that with recruiting, with transfers and everything like that. And I'm just, I want to see a little bit more. Now, I do have a question. This isn't like the one that we normally do. Will we see over or under four and a half flea flickers this year? Total? Yeah. Oh, over. You think they still pull that play out? Here's the thing. Do it until they stop it? Um, every game that they won last year, they ran the flea flicker. Now, not necessarily for a touchdown, but it was a completed flea flicker. Mm -hmm. So they did it at least 11 times. It's crazy. The two games it? that they lost, they didn't. it didn't work. Yeah. I'm just, I'm excited. You know, it gets my juices going to walk out there Friday night. The weather's always great. Um, the talent walking around at Spartan Stadium is amazing. It is. Like, everything about it is great. We're going to see a full house there, right? Like, there's not going to be little pockets, are there? Uh, it should be packed. It's 11-win team. I, it's Friday night. I think it should be. I know, like, they're giving where the Western people didn't sell their tickets. So they're giving, giving it to the media. Yeah, so, which is cool. Like David, staunch Michigan fan, he'll he'll be there it's with his because his boys are smart. Well, one of his sons are smart, and the other one likes the Wolverines. So, uh, you know, bad parenting. Thank God they got a mother. Yeah, I'll I mean, like that's that. what my dad always said. I didn't go to Michigan State, but he said, you know what? You were raised the right way. So, yeah. Now, <laughs> the, thing that, the other thing that I'm going to be looking at is the offensive line. Can you protect? But it's it's the defense. The defense Ooh. is the key to this team. Because people keep saying, well, how many games can they win? I'm going to take the Ohio State game away. Other than that, you should have a puncher's chance in the other 11 games. Now, some you'll have a better chance than others. Like, you got a great chance Friday. But other than Ohio State, and I got to see what Ohio State does against Notre Dame, you got a chance. You've already beaten Michigan twice. You've beaten Penn State. Um, Purdue, you had a chance and you blew it. Indiana, I mean, there are games that you played and you found ways to win. You got to go out to Washington. That's the game that I'm really going to be curious about because that's going to tell me a lot because these first two games, I'm expecting them to be 2-0. and But I need to see what this defense is going to do. Can the defense get off the field on third and fourth down? Last year, they couldn't. And it amazes me that this team was 11-2 and because that defense – just couldn't get the job done. I mean, they had, they were like, I think the sack leader or one of the best teams in the Big Ten when it came to sacks. But third, fourth down, third and 13, 15 yard pickup. Fourth and 17, 20 yard pickup. If they can get off the field, and I've said it before, if Michigan State's defense can be a top 40, top 30 defense, I think they can at least repeat the 11 wins from last year. And you can sit here and be like, oh, well, you no, guys. Take away your bias and, and look at this because I, I think that the team takes on the coach's personality. What do I mean by that? Think about this. The reason why I said Nebraska was going to lose to Northwestern was because they've taken on Scott Frost and they believe that they're going to find a way to lose. They truly believe that. It's one of those that you just know like, God, I know we're up big, but we're going to find a way to lose this game somehow, some way. Yeah, it's like the Lions, essentially. Like, Tucker, you know it's coming. Just how is it going to come? Tucker has this team believing that relentless, that keep chopping, that you're never out. I mean, you look at how many times last season they should not have won, 
He wouldn't let the, the guys just sit around and be like, well, this is a loss. I mean, Ohio State, yes. I mean, got blown out. The Michigan games are prime example. The Michigan game. 16 in the second half. Right. In the fourth quarter. Yeah. Michigan's still up double digits. Guys, game's not over. Keep chopping. Keep chopping. Players believe they made the plays and they got the job done. And I think that that will show that they're carrying his personality. Because it, that the defense has to get off. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be looking. I think that. I think the D-line, they got enough big bodies under there with the newcomer in Van Summeren. You got Simeon Barrow. You got uh, Slade. You got a lot of big boys. It's a, on the edge is what I, I want to see. And that's where you look at the transfers that came in. Kid from Florida. You got Boggle. You got um, you got Wyndham from UCLA. And the kid from Florida. No, UNLV. Brule. You, you said got, UCLA. I'm sorry. Yeah, UNLV. Yeah, UNLV. <laughs> and you got Aaron Brule. Yeah. The linebacker slash defensive end, kind of basically like the David Ojabo type where they could play both. Most people didn't realize Ojabo was actually a, a linebacker. He's listed as a linebacker, yeah. but he was always on the defensive line. Well, and I think what you said just a few minutes ago about taking on your coach's personality and persona and everything like that. Mel Tucker is spending his time with the cornerbacks this year. He's coaching yeah. the corners. And so now you have Ronald Williams, who's going to mature another year who at the end of the year was actually Dean up pretty well. But then you're adding another SEC cornerback in speed who Mere speed. he knows how to win, obviously, coming right. from Georgia and fresh off a national title. And Chuck Brantley. You would think that that room got better. Well, it did. And, and, I mean, I even think that guys like Kimbrough and other guys that came in because they had three weeks to learn this defense last year, and they really weren't ready for it and they were learning on the job and you saw the mistakes that they made you saw the good plays that they made now they got a year under the belt a year of learning the system a year of training table and getting bigger and stronger that i do expect bigger things from the secondary but evan i don't i mean i know it's easy for people to blame the secondary and say oh my god they sucked last year i don't blame the secondary as much as the fact on third down they couldn't get the pass rush and what ended up worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Happening was, was quarterbacks picked on the linebackers. You know, Cal Halliday, God bless him. Everybody loved him. He was, every, you know, we all know the story. He, he doesn't, doesn't wear, wear gloves. gloves. Right. <laughs> Cal Halliday became a liability on third and fourth down because you just, you find him because he can't cover a receiver or a running back or even or a tight, tight end. end. Yeah. So, but now I think when you upgrade to the guys that you have, God bless you, Cal. You know what? On first and second down, I'm going to take the chains off of you. Go get the quarterback. Third, fourth down, you're going to be on the sideline. I can now situationally put somebody in that's faster that can cover. So that's the thing is the secondary took a lot of abuse. Wasn't always a secondary fault, especially near the end of the year. You look at Ohio State. Ohio State picked on the safeties. They picked, got, you know, they picked, they found Snow. Yeah, and they said, yeah. you know what, Snow, sorry, you're not that fast. He's not going to play that linebacker role. I think that's a, it's a little better. Um, but, yeah, it's the pass rush that I'm looking at. The guy, Tank Brown, was another guy. He came, transferred in from Minnesota, got injured early last year, really didn't play. My God, I mean, he looks like a grown man. Now, right. we got to see if that translates out on the field. Well, you don't get the nickname Tank for nothing. They They have everything that they need. This one, to me, the defense. I, I, I'll feel a lot better about this team. The number I set, if this team keeps Western Michigan under 20 points, I think that the defense has improved. If Western goes out there and scores more than 20 points, then there's probably still concern on the defense. See, I would say under 14 for me to feel really good. Like, I feel like... Well, but here's... because here's With the first teamers. And that's what I'm saying. Okay. Now, if you look at the final score and they end up scoring 21 points, but it was a late touchdown... And sure, then sure. Whatever. No. Right, but... I, right, I'm looking at it halftime. You know I what? I want to be I'm up twenty-eight-three or something like I, that. I was looking at ten points or less at halftime. Yeah, I mean, there's you, you, you're allowed the blown coverage, but I'm looking at under twenty points, and the lower it gets to zero, the better I'm going to feel about this defense coming in because you have a brand new quarterback out there. You should make his life uncomfortable. He should not become like the uh, the the, the Jaden kid from Arizona State who oh. won the game and became a household name after that. Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I want to see, you know what, I want to see them do to him what they did to Devin Gardner. Just, you know what, not my day. I'm going to do nothing against this defense. Bring the pressure, bring the house, cause turnovers, and and really make that improvement. I think the offense is going to be okay my sole focus tomorrow night is on that defense, man, and the pass rust, secondary, how the new guys fit in. Because I think the new guys coming in collectively will have that same impact on defense that Walker had on the offense last year. Because you got, you're bringing in four guys, upperclassmen with experience, got a lot of speed, including Amir Speed, which is his last and, name. And they have all said that. His, I mean, he is fast. Like, right. <laughs> no pun intended when you talk about his last name. So now when Ronald Williams can become the secondary corner and Chuck Brantley is now your nickel corner, you've stepped your game up. And now you look at the other guys back there like Chester Kimbrough. Okay. Now you, 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 you've now built depth in there that I think you leak. And here's the other thing that we're not talking about that I think you're going to see uh, guys like Dylan Tatum, from West Bloomfield. He's been moved over to a corner. He's a true freshman. You're going to see a lot of him. And you're going to see... I forget. Is it Magnum? Yeah. Is it, is it, 
Wait, let me get it right. Jaden. Jaden Mangum, because his brother Jaron plays running back. Right. For uh, South Florida. But yeah, Jaden Mangum, I think, is your starting safety. I think he's the reason why that you were able to move Snow to cornerback. I look for him to start. If he doesn't start, he's going to play a ton of the game. You got Xavier Henderson back there being the quarterback of the team. But man, they've increased the speed. The things that I'm hearing about uh, Mangum and the things that I'm hearing about Tatum, these are the guys that I don't think you can sit them their freshman year. They're they're going to play. And I'm really excited just to see the defense make the offense uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like make them do something that they don't want to do. Right. right? So if you put them in long third downs. Get off the field. Yes. I mean, that's just it. I mean, Evan, if you just want to be frustrated, watch the games last year on the BTN and 60 and – I mean, even the Penn State game in the snow late in the game, they just couldn't deliver the knockout punch. It was fourth and 23. Penn State was on their own four-yard line. They had just got a sack, and they couldn't get the quarterback. Clifford scrambled around, got out of two sacks, threw the ball deep, hit uh, Jahan Dotson for the first down. Right. And, I mean, you you can make that tackle. Game is over. And you could even score a garbage touchdown to make that lead look even bigger. Yeah, instead you had to complete a pass to Reed in the corner, kind of like they did with Michigan. Yeah. And, I mean, that's what I don't want to see this year. I don't want to – listen, I know everybody wants their team to win 15 to nothing every single game, but these games that you should win, I want to see it done comfortably to where, yes, these younger guys can get in, get experience, get their feet wet, understand what it's like to play in that stadium because – Listen, I don't care what you say, but coming from high school, going and playing in front of 75,000 people, it's a big deal. I mean, you stand, you stood on that field. You look right. up, you look around, you're like, holy crap. Nah, This I, is something else. It is. And and honestly, yeah, I, I want these guys to be playing so well that, you know what, in a couple of weeks we're talking about guys who transferred out because they don't see a spot on the field because this defense has stepped up so many, especially in the secondary. Yeah, you know what, a couple of guys are just going to say goodbye. And – Trust me when I say that's going to happen a lot in college football in game four. So, but yeah. Well, yeah, and now and you can transfer right away and everything like that. And I'm really excited to see it. But you know what's funny too is it seems like the kids that do transfer out of Michigan State football end up back. They, they either, just want to go get recruited by Tuck again. No, either they end up back or they or they get they take the step down. Yeah, let's, let's just be for real. Like a lot of the guys that left the program, so nobody leaves and goes to Alabama. They leave and they go to South Alabama. But yeah, not sure. Or the Alabama. Like Georgia Southern or something like that. Or, you know, and Ladarius Jefferson. He, he was one hell of a player. And in right, there's no knock. I mean, you know no. what? He's out there. He's playing. He's doing well for, for them. And yeah, you know, he's going to come in there with revenge factor, a little chip on his shoulder. He is going to want to really do something in this game, especially with a new quarterback that running back's your best friend. Yep. And yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he wants to come home. And everybody, when they come home, you want to look good. And and be tough on the run again. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's such a staple of Michigan State football when they're good is stopping the run. Now, see, I think they'll be able to stop the run. I, in the middle, they got bodies. Man. They do. They got, like I say, you got Slade, it's, you got Barrow. It's the edges sometimes I worry about it's that the they edges. can get them on. You got Van Summeren coming in. He's the uh, the, the big the biggest recruit that they had last year. The freshman Van Summeren. Yeah. But Ben's back. Yeah. You got uh, Maverick Hansen. He played a lot. You got Jalen Hunt. What a name in Maverick, Maverick Hansen. Right. You got Jalen Hunt, kid from Belleville, who was just, he's good. He just can't stay healthy. 
Yep. <clears throat> that's been the big knock. But when he's in there, you got Deshaun Mallory. They got bodies. Jacob Slade, as I said, they got enough bodies that they can re- rotate these guys in three, four at a time, like a hockey shift. You even got uh, Derek Harmon, who I don't know if you've seen, but he's physically changed his look of his body. Isn't that wild? I, this, when they this, post those photos of yeah, incoming to what they've become. Yeah, he's he's not he's not doughy anymore. Yeah. So the stopping the run, it's that's not, I don't think this will be the problem. Third and long, getting off the field in obvious pass situations. Can you cover? Can you keep this thing going? That's what I'm looking at. In a perfect world, like I said, you hold Western to 13 points or less. I think that's on track to do being the type of defense that you want. If Western gets into the 20s, then you're still searching, and it could be a long year. So, other thing, looks like the college football playoff expansion talk is back. Looks like it may actually happen next year. Guys, this has to happen. I've said this to Mike. I'm going to say it to you, Evan, and I'm going to say it to anybody who will listen. If you would have just expanded to eight teams in the beginning, you wouldn't have had the reshuffling of conferences because everybody would have a shot at the playoffs. But what you're seeing now, when Texas and Oklahoma go to the SEC, why? Because I want to make sure we make it. SEC's putting multiple teams in. I got better odds going there. USC, UCLA, I'm going to the Big Ten. I got better odds than stand out in the Pac-12 because we're the forgotten teams. And they've never made it, right? The Pac-12? I don't, Oregon. Oregon. Okay, the Oregon very first year it. then. Oregon's made it. I think Oregon made it twice. Okay, but other than them. No, Washington. Really? Yes. <gasps> You're right. We did go and talk about that before. Washington has made it. Oregon has made it. But they're now talking about expanding it to 12, which I think is an odd number. I think you should probably go with eight. But if you just expand the thing. Because if you don't, you're going to end up with two conferences, and I don't think that's good for college football. No, and also, I don't want to hear, well, that's another game for the kids that all the kids would love to play in. Right. Period. I'm sorry. Every kid, if you walked in the locker room and said, hey, who wants to play in the NFL and win a Super Bowl? They would all raise their hand. And you know what you're just saying? Congratulations. You're going to play 20 to 21 games. Okay, let's go. Yeah. So to sit here and say, oh, we're worried about the kids. Yeah, really? Because next year they're going to be, yeah, Joe Burrow really looked like he ran out of gas. No, they'll be fine. Absolutely, they will They will be. be fine. If you go to 12 games, you can keep, you can stop people from leaving conferences. As a matter of fact, you'd want to stay. If there are now 12 teams in the college football playoffs, if you're Baylor, I'm not leaving the Big 12. If you're Oregon, you know what, guys? Hey, Big 10, tear up my invitation. I'm staying in the Pac-12 because you you basically become Wisconsin in the Big Ten West. Well, and that's the thing. And as long as they keep valuing these Power Five schools, right, in the big, big conferences, and they still remain, you know, Big 12 and Pac-12 being those big com- – then, yeah, you stay. It's like, like you just said about Wisconsin. Every year they should be like, all right. We yeah. got it. We have a clear path. It's them in Iowa. Yeah, three three out of four years, Wisconsin's going to go to Indy. And then Iowa and Northwestern will steal one every now and then. Sure. But Wisconsin, if you said, hey, we want to reshuffle the Big Ten, no, let's just leave it as ah, it is. Ah, hold up. Hold up. And We're if good. you got 12 teams, I mean, to put in perspective, MSU was in the playoffs last year. Now, I, I think 12 teams is a little too much because – I don't think that MSU was a playoff team, but and, they would have made the playoffs last season. And you know what? We'll find out very quickly, too, because, you know, if if those games were eight through 12, they're getting blown out. Then we're going to be like, you know what? Maybe they did have it right. 
You know what I mean? But we'll see. But, but, but see, that's, see, that's another. There's always going to be blowouts. You look at the opening round of the NCAA tournament. They're blowouts. Yeah. Okay? I mean, you look at the Sweet 16. Guess what? There are blowouts in there. Okay? Sometimes you're going to get the Kansas going up against the upstart St. Joe. And it doesn't work out too well for right. St. Joe. Well, and I mean, Ohio State's been blown out. Michigan's been blown out. Michigan right. State's been blown out. Clemson's been blown out. It all ha- and that's in the the four. Right. You know what I mean? So you're right about that. And and it's all competition. But you're also going to get the one time a 12 seed is going to make it all the way. And then that's your Cinderella, darling. You'll get new names. Well, and you all need that. that. I mean, that would be the best thing for college football is for a 12 seed to go out and then knock off an Alabama or Georgia because then it looks like. Okay, it's competitive, but I don't think, like, you know, just like the one seed in the first round of the tournament, it took about 50 years, 50, 70, like 70 years for that to happen. And it might be another 70 before it happens so, again. So, but I, I think this is what you need. This will keep people from, from migrating to different conferences. If they had just gone to eight originally, the Big Ten would have stopped where it was at. Mm-hmm. Texas and Oklahoma would stay in the Big 12. USC and UCLA would be in the Pac-12. You know, the, the ACC wouldn't have to come up with a contract to hold everybody hostage because they can't leave the ACC. If they leave, all of the TV money they get, they have to basically endorse that check right back to the ACC. They don't get the, any. So if Clemson goes to the SEC, Clemson gets no money for like four or five years. And you can't have that because that's where they make a good majority of their money. So, yeah, so. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, big game tomorrow. Let's see what the defense does. That's what I'm looking at. That's my concern. It's here. You know, I'm not trying to take Western for granted. I think the offense will be good. I think Peyton Thorne will want to go out there and, you know, outdo his dad. Um, I think you'll have the crowd to stripe the stadium. I'm still waiting to see. They they didn't do the thing on the uniform. Yeah, don't steal my question yet. That was going to okay. be my question. Okay. Because I just looked it up just to make sure. At time of taping is what? 326 on Thursday. I got um, the Twitter alert to Michigan State. So what are we going to see? Are we going to see this helmet? Are we going to see the state script? Are we going to see that uh, neon green? Or, or are we going to see what I believe will be their base uniform? The green helmet, thick white stripe, green jersey, white pants. With the green stripe on the side. I mean, I think you may see green jersey, white helmet, the white Spartan helmet. Okay. And so, then the white pants. But we don't know. I we mean, don't know. They, I mean, they, they didn't announce it this year. No, and I see people are complaining on Twitter. Did you know that? People complain on Twitter. I don't know. No, if you knew I, that. I didn't know that. And also, don't forget, new sound system. Yes, thank God. So it doesn't sound like somebody has their cell phone rattling to surf and swag. It sounds like, uh, you know, a, a Ford Escort with some 12s in the back just rattling. No, it sounds like blown out speakers. <laughs> yeah. So that's going like. to be exciting. But, I mean, you know, they put out their captains, and they, they change this every game, right, the captains? Yeah. And it, it's Thorne, Henderson, Behringer. And the photos that they're wearing are the green jerseys, green helmet. But we'll have to wait and see. I'm excited for it. I mean, I was just telling somebody today about how college football and college basketball are all that really affect me sporting-wise for rooting interests. I mean, and I'm just so excited that it's back. And then Saturday, we can sit on our couch, 
I'll, I'm going to be on the golf course, but <laughs> I'm going to be listening to college football. You know what I mean? We get to hear our colleagues and John Jansen, and Doug Karsh call that Michigan game for the first time. Oh, That'll be yeah. interesting to hear. And I mean, and then Saturday night, that's the game I need to see. Ohio State, Notre Dame, we're getting it right off the rip. I know Ohio State's a big favorite, but I want to see that offense again. I want it. Can Smith and Jigba really get better than he was? See, I think he was. But I think what helped Smith and Jigba was the fact that you had Olave and you had uh, Wilson. Wilson, he was the third receiver. Yeah, and those so, are first round guys. Right, right. But think about it. They were smart enough to know, hey, we're gonna we're pros. So if you want to put your best two corners and lock us up, your safety can't cover him. Well, I mean, so those, now he's the guy. Well, those two sat out against Utah. And my man went up for like 300 yards receiving. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see well, Marvin that, Harrison Jr., yeah, who had say. like three catches all year, but then had two touchdowns in that game. And, yeah, and no, CJ Stroud's going to get, yeah. a, he's going to get better. Travion Henderson. They're saying like best back in the nation is Travion Henderson. Uh, the one I want to, the game I'm looking for is the Utah Florida game. It's interesting, isn't it? If Utah could go into Florida, West Coast to East Coast, into the Florida heat, it's at night. That's gonna well, it's it's later in the day. But it's still it's humid so, as hell out no, there. No, but it's gonna help them because half the game the sun will set. So it's not like when state played Miami and they and they purposely stuck state in the sunlight. Oh yeah. High noon. Well that's why they have out. That's why they have home and away. So yeah. So if that's the case, then yeah, I, if if Utah wins that game. I think Utah can run the table. Really could. So, yeah, you're looking at it. You'll have another team from the Pac-12 fighting for one of those spots. But a long weekend, all weekend, we can just sit on our couch. I just don't want another 6-3 game or 7-3 game no, like that Georgia-Clemson like, game. No, and, and granted, I mean, Georgia was a lot better than what they showed on that field that night, obviously, right. but. Yes, you're right. If it's a dog of a game like that. Oh, was it, what was the other game? Was it Notre Dame? And God, it was another kind of bad game. Was it Notre Dame LSU last year? It might have been, or it wasn't Florida State, was it? Anyway, but you're right. Just let me see some good football. Yeah, it was. It was Notre Dame, Florida State. Okay. Yeah. And, and oh, yeah, because Florida State almost beat them. Yeah. And, and everybody's like, wow, Florida State's taking a huge step back. They can't be beating Notre Dame. But, you know, they have a new coach, Marcus Freeman. And, and I mean, I, I'm always curious to see what the Spindler kid does, if he's playing out there. And, and yeah. it, it's just – it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Uh, what is this, like our 15th year, 10th year or something, sitting next to each other there in Spartan Stadium? That's true. Um, it, it's going to be exciting. I'm I'm anxious, and the sound system better be bumping. Hey, party on the turntables. We will see. I saw so, <laughs> as of now, three thirty taping this three thirty one. Still have no idea what the uniform combination is going to be. So who cares? Of course, I'm sure I'll find out the second we end the podcast. Oh yeah, no, it'll come out at three thirty two. So <laughs> I, I put in a request to see if I if I can get a sneak peek and. I'm waiting to see what the answer is. So we'll see. All right, Evan. Uh, I'll see you up there tomorrow night. And uh, we will be back. Maybe even do. We might we be able something? to do a little something a little Saturday something, after right? the game. Okay. You want to do something Saturday after the game? Or Friday after the game. Oh, Sorry. Friday. Yeah, we'll do something Friday night after the game. A little instant reaction of what we saw. And I can so. give you the instant reaction to Michigan right now. They won 60-3. to three. You know what? <laughs> For Michigan... Don't make any mistakes. Yeah, that's it. Stay healthy. You're, for both teams, stay healthy. For the next three weeks, you stay healthy. You don't make any mistakes. You don't throw any picks. And you're, you're going to win 
As a matter of fact, they may win. If I said, here's a question for you, Evan. If I gave you over under combined point differential in their first three games, over under 121 and a half points. Well, I was going to say 120. So we got, it's got to be over. They'll score more than 40 in each one of those games. The point differential, not how many points they score. Well, I don't see Colorado State putting up more than seven, maybe 10. And then they play what? Hawaii? That's going to be a goose egg for them unless they get UConn. I'll take the over. Take the over. All yeah. right. For Evan, it's Rico. Thanks for listening and watching. We'll be back. Instant reaction on Friday night. Until then, be safe. Enjoy your holiday weekend. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.